Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. But it's it's got spaces and stuff, okay. so... No, but you tell me. Read it. It's fine. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name's Carl, and I'm enjoying a beer. My name's Riley, and I'm also enjoying a beer. What are we drinking today? We are drinking another distilled wild sour called Elimahula. No, Elimahua or Elimahua. I don't know. Um, it's a tropical sour ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, passion fruit, and guava. Perfect. Cheers. Cheers. Sounds great to drink on like a 50 degree day here in Iowa. Yeah. Hmm. It's all right. Not too bad. Do you like this or the lemon one better? Mm, the lemon one. Mm-hmm. Nope. I disagree. Okay. Well, thank you for joining for our podcast today, guys and ladies. <laughs> so on this lovely podcast, what we like to do is read stories off the industry Read stories off the internet about the hospitality industry and talk about it, discuss it. Should have been handled differently. Was it handled perfectly? Who's the asshole? Who's the hero? We rate that story one through five, one being your average story, five being a unique situation where you need to run and tell the world about it. Riley today is going to start us off. Am I? I think so. Would you like to? Sure. Perfect. I've got a long one for you. Perfect. And it's a petty revenge story from the subreddit. Posted by the user Keep It Civilized. Okay. And it's called A Guy Was a Condescending POS to a Bartender. Me, in parentheses. I had a guy come in and complain that our gin wasn't refrigerated. He, let's call him Mr. Ass Tongue, and his friend took a seat at the bar in front of me. We had a chat about drinks, everything fairly casual, except you could sense that Mr. Ass Tongue was a bit full of himself. It was a fairly fancy place. He insisted that he could taste whether a cocktail or a G&T was made on chilled gin before being mixed with ice and mixers. I told him that it wouldn't make much sense to assume that because it mixes with ice and the rest, so the temperature of gin wouldn't have any noticeable effect. Now, I understand that technically since room temperature gin is warmer, the ice can, can have a faster diluting effect on the ice, but mixers are most often chilled, and the quantities of gin versus the mixers makes the heat con- conversion absolutely minuscule. Mr. Astung gets stubborn. Now, usually I wouldn't really give much energy to semi-annoying guests. It happens a lot. But this guy, this particular guy, hit a nerve. The more I presented facts and examples, all with professional smile, the more he became condescending. He even called me an idiot indirectly. All while his friend next to him and clearly a bit uncomfortable. All while his friend is next to him and clearly a bit uncomfortable with Mr. Astong's behavior. The friend tries to lighten the mood and looks very apologetic at me. I give an assuring look that it was all right because I felt a plan mixing up. I accept all the condescending shit. With an E. <laughs> we happen to have the particular somewhat expensive gin he referred to, though, through the ordeal as a staple of quality and taste. So he told me countless times how that one is the only one he has at home and that nothing else would do. I grabbed that bottle and fiddled with it to create a little tension of the unknown outcomes. 
Cue the setup. I propose a challenge. I will chill one dose of gin without diluting it and make two otherwise identical gin and tonics for you. If you can taste a difference, you can get both for free and another one for your friend. However, if you can't taste a difference, you pay for all three and throw in another one for me. So four in total. Almost offended by the challenge, yet close to rupturing of arrogance for the chance to prove me wrong, Mr. Astongue accepts, and he smacked his hand on the bar and everything. I grabbed my trusty old stirring glass. Name is self-explanatory, but for those who need clarification, this is a large glass meant specifically for stirring cocktails until properly diluted and chilled, from which you then pour the cocktail over an appropriate glass. I grab two small yet thin plastic cups, add ice cubes, crushed ice, and a little water to the stirring glass, one plastic cup in... Chin in hand, I turn to Mr. Astong to establish acceptance of the setup. Mr. Astong accepts, friend, very intrigued, and I could see that I was stirring shit up. Now, you might be wondering what the fuck kind of bar this was since I had so much time to fuck around. It was early (laughs) evening, not busy at all, and we had several bar stations in the bar, so other guests could be served. Also, our boss wanted us to talk to people and to make sure they had a good personal experience of the place. Now back to the story. I pour a double portion of gin in the plastic cup that went into the stirring glass and an equal portion in the plastic cup next to the stirring glass. I started stirring. I stir for a solid three minutes, counting on needing extra time to chill the cup and gin through the cup without getting diluted. Mr. Astung looked more and more confident the colder the cup looks. I take out the cup, dry off the water from the outside so the two cups are indistinguishable. Mr. Astung nods acceptingly. I set up two glasses on the bar, ma- ready to make two GNTs. Bar is quite tall, so I grab the two plastic cups and lower them outside of his line of sight and shuffle them between my hands to make it clear he doesn't know which is which. He accepts this premise. Add one double cross dot exe. Under the edge of the bar, out of sight, I grab another plastic cup and pour the same portion of gin in it. I proceed to create the gin and tonics. Ice in gin from each cup into respective glass. Tonic, one slice of lemon, stilka rosemary. Et voila, Mr. Astong is served. Of course, the chilled cup with gin is chilling under the bar still. He sips one, nothing. Sips the other, nothing but confused. Sips the first again, then the second one again. However, this time he makes a grimace as if the second time around the G&T tasted awful. Sips the first one again and proclaims that how that is undoubtedly the chilled one. Friend, as you dear reader knows what's up, or at least has enough suspicion that he already that he's already laughing through his teeth, Mr. Astong, already gloating, I use his confidence to act disappointed and make it look like he won. Friend, suddenly not laughing so much. Both are hooked. My plan has peaked. Time to land this thing. Mr. Astong starts mocking and proceeds to ask for another G&T for his friend. I make it and casually bring the third chilled cup and fill the third G&T glass with it. Friend instantly understands and almost pisses himself laughing. Mr. Astong, at first confused, looks at the three plastic cups on the bar top, one slightly different with some condensation on the outside, and then it lands. He realizes the two he had tasted were absolutely identical and none of them were chilled. The look that man gave me, he was humiliated by his own hand in front of his friend and on top of that from some bartender half his age. I swear the temperature in the room went up by at least 10 degrees Celsius. My Mr. Astong never said two words to me and I never saw him again. Check, please. I love it. <laughs> I love people like this where they are just so like no stuck up in the air. They can't be told they're wrong. wrong. First of all, I don't think I've ever been to a place that chills gin in a freezer. Yeah. I, again, I don't pay attention where people are pulling out their gins, but I'm pretty sure that because most of the time, I would say 85% of the time, we're always sitting at the bar. 
Right. I mean, the only the only real things I've ever seen chilled are like the milk based things. Yeah, like your cordials, like your fireballs, your creams, your Kahluas, right. things that are just like the shit that has lower ABV. Right. Well, plus those are the things that you do shots of, so right. they're already chilled. You just pour them and shoot them and call it a day. Right. I would say tequila is probably the number one spirit that I will see people chill. Really? Mm-hmm. It's for wow. the same reason. It's usually like Patron. Because uh, it's already chilled, they can just so they pour have to, it, yeah. shake and dilute. So, um, but gin I've never seen that I'm aware of. Like I know people store gin in the freezer at home. Yeah. So they can just fucking have a door freezer martini ready to fucking right. go board and just go whatever. But like, oh man, I would know I was being set up from fucking the get go from this bartender because like how there's no credibility on his side to make sure he's doing it right. You just you have to believe him. Right. But I love that this guy went through all these steps. He just he was very methodical about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. My the only thing I have similar to this is when I worked at the hotel, this one guy came in. What do you have for bourbon? I started naming off stuff. He's like, Well, let me stop you there. I only drink bourbon that's made in Kentucky because that's the real stuff. Like, what do you mean it's the real stuff? It doesn't have to be made. The lo- rule doesn't say Kentucky. He's like, No, no, no. People who drink bourbon only drink Kentucky bourbon because it's the only good stuff. I so wanted to do a side by side challenge for him. Like, uh-huh. I wanted to do four versus four uh-huh. and told him if you get six of the eight right, you get all of free but if you don't you have to pay for it and tip me the same he did not like that idea because i'm like because you know why because you know you can't do it yeah you can't do it it's impossible right because i mean like we are not sponsored by cedar ridge bourbon however i would love cedar ridge distillery to sponsor us i would i'm so spoiled by that bourbon and Mm -hmm. it's made in iowa yeah so like i would pick that one out of a lineup probably from flavor like from enjoying it more than others whether or not i could identify what it was cedar ridge you know yeah it's funny like (laughs) to be his friend would have been hilarious because you're just sitting there for some entertainment you know good 30 minutes of entertainment wise you know and stuff but (laughs) like can you imagine being that for i can being that friend and sitting there where your friend is like i know more than you and you're Mm -hmm. Mm. no thank you uh, see, that's like that's an immediate loss of friendship right there for me. Yeah, to sit there and let your friend just... To be so fucking rude and condescending to a bartender or to anybody who serves you. Again, don't be a dick. <laughs> this would be where the perfect statement of, well, go ahead and open your own bar. Do it your way. Right. Like, like, like let's see you open your bar and run it the way you want to run it then. Right. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> I Man, wonder what gin it was. Probably something that's not even that good. I mean, you think it was probably like a Tangeray 10 or some shit. Tangeray 10 is not that bad. No, it's not that bad, but or like the Paragon of gin. Right. It's the only thing he keeps at home. So. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I give the story a two six because of the pettiness and the the, he gets the customer to do the, the contest. But then he fucking didn't even fucking give him one that was chilled. He just gave him two of the same fucking thing. The guy thought it was different. Right. That's what happens. Sneaky. That's what happens when you think. That's why I don't tell people, like, when they ask for a drink, I just make them something. Like, what's in it? I'm like, I'll tell you afterwards because if I tell you what's in it now, you're going to pretend you don't like it or you're going to think you don't don't like like it because you don't like the ingredients. Right. And and it's not a placebo effect. What's it called when you. um, That's placebo. That's placebo. I mean, no. It's called something else. Yeah, it's like a suggestion. Right. Um, But. And after I do it, they're like, oh, this is really good. What's in it? And I tell them, like, oh, I hate that ingredient. No. You, you did that to me. And now gin is my favorite spirit. <laughs> I said, I hate gin. He said, oh, let me make you something. What's in this? There's gin in it. <laughs> 
Yeah, boy. That's what we do here. We. I think I'm also going to be. I'm gonna fall around that mark. Um, I think I'm gonna go two point eight. Okay. Because of the amount of time that this setup took, and like. Right. I like how the OP said. Well, if you wonder where I work at, <laughs> you <laughs> <Right>. know. <laughs> and I had enough time to fuck around. Right. My boss said he wants to make sure these customers have a great time. I'm right. making sure at least the friends have a great time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would put what bar they worked at so we can go see them and thank them in person. If they still do it. Right, if they still do it. Because how long ago was this? It was two years ago. Okay. So it's a, it's it's possible that this bartender is still bartending. However, probably not at that establishment. Yeah. Because, you know, bartenders hop. So if you have a better petty story than that, we would sure as hell love to hear it or read it. So if you want to write us a petty story... We do have a subreddit called Do You Want to Start a Tab is in the link of every description that you're listening to. And yeah, let us know. But if you'd rather speak your story to us, because you've had a couple of cocktails, you got that liquid courage going, you know, it's either hit on this other person or call us, call us. We'd rather have you call us. Yep. 563-277-0072. Give us a three-minute voicemail, up to a three-minute voicemail of what's going on. And then we'll be if you think that if you think you fucked up in an interaction in a bar, please like call us. And we and will we'll gladly, tell you whether or not you fucked up. Yeah. Therapy session with Carl and Riley. <laughs> we charge zero dollars an hour right now. Just maybe. And I have half the degree. <laughs> I have half a degree. I have half the experience. <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender and they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint. That's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. You guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails. We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description, Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. I have Am I the Asshole subreddit. This is posted by Single Dad Throwaway 19 four years ago. Am I the asshole for flirting with a younger bartender? <laughs> Throwaway because. Initially? <laughs> Depends. Like, there, there are two ways that this story could go. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yep. Okay. Throwaway because I have a teen, teen daughter now. I'm a 47-year-old single dad. Once a month, I go out drinking with some buddies, and this last time, one of them brought his wife. We end up at a bar where the bartender was a cute, maybe early to mid-20s, maybe older. It was bar lighting. She's very chatty with me, so I stick around talking to her at the bar while my friends get a table. Once I'm at the table, she comes over to check on us and continues chatting with me. She doesn't check on any other tables that I can see. The night goes on, and I eventually end up sitting at the bar apart from my friends, still chatting with her, but when the time comes to pay, I'm back at my buddy's table. I decide to go for it and hand her a napkin with my number along with the check. She smiles and thanks us, and then shit hits the fan. 
My buddy's wife confronts me. She says, I'm disgusting for trying to get with someone that's my daughter's age. My daughter is 14. Nowhere near this girl's age. So Reddit, am I the asshole for slipping my number to a bartender who, in my opinion, was flirting with me? Edit. She has not responded to me and it's been three days. Based on from what I'm hearing, I feel like I was played and maybe I was being creepy. I don't consider myself as almost 50, but I suppose it is true. Starting to feel slightly the asshole for it. <sighs> not the asshole. Mm-mm. Not the asshole. Not the asshole. Nope. Absolutely not the asshole. When it comes down to it, she was of age. Yep. Were you theoretically too old for her? That's for her to decide. Yep. That's also, I mean, you probably were played. She probably was flirting with you, so you would tip her bigger. And you probably did. And it probably worked. But at the same time, that's the fucking industry. Mm -hmm. So that's not you being played. That's her having, her doing her job. Yep. So, not the asshole. She's not an asshole. You appear to be lonely, and that's okay. And you shot your shot. Good for you. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, you swung. You fucking missed. You swung, and... Her job is there to make sure you guys have a great time. And if she thought for you to have a good time was just to talk to you throughout the night consistently... Right. That's fine, too. Because, like, the only reason that I would even, like air on any side of asshole was you left your friends to talk to the bartender or the server like you're supposed to be there hanging out with your friends yeah but at the same time you're in a bar you're in a bar like yeah. you know you go away you have to go with a group of friends you know eventually maybe two of you go to go play pool or go do this or go do or that you're or carl and you just bounce and talk to everybody regardless of who you're with yeah you know fuck <laughs> it you know maybe yeah maybe he was just like fuck it's been a while and you know maybe that you know, obviously that probably wasn't his attention. His attention was probably hang out with his buddies, but then that starts chatting. You're like, oh, maybe, you know, maybe that maybe confidence here. in those beers that are rolling And maybe in, that's you know? exactly what he needed. Yeah. Because like, like bartenders are oftentimes seen as like pseudo therapists. Mm-hmm. I think you, you can add like relationship guidance mm-hmm. as well. Yep. So like, and absolutely, she was flirting with him. I guarantee you she was flirting with him. Because I flirt with people when I'm serving. Yep. Not not aggressively in such a way that I'm like, I want you to take me home or whatever. But, like, my job is to be nice to you and to make you have a good time and to make you think that I am enjoying spending this time mm-hmm. with you. Because you're coming to our establishment to get away from whatever's happening in the world. If it's good, right. bad bland it doesn't matter like you're coming here you're paying us money have a great time right i'm gonna do whatever i can to make sure you're having a great time now if she went and like put her hand on his arm you know and shit like that that might be see i don't say i mean some people are some people just do that that's true i guess i'm not that type of person to do something like that so and and i I again it depends on the establishment and the conversation like there's so many variables but at the same time like she was doing her job and you had a great time. Yeah. Obviously, you gave her your number. You wanted to continue. Mm-hmm. And am I going to tell you that that almost never works? Yeah, it almost never works. But sometimes it does. Yeah, sometimes so keep it does. shooting your shot. But like, don't be but her if no. she doesn't call you. Right. And I don't think he is. Right. It just it sucks that people we call him creepy. It would be creepy if he goes back in there, like, and you know, and starts making a big deal about her not calling him. Right. You know, or because. If he, like, or if he had been grabbing on her or mm-hmm. if he had been, like, pressuring her. 
Right. Saying, come home with me, come home with me. Yeah. No. Yeah. And obviously that the wife of the friend just is probably one of those people that says, well, you have to date people in this box mm-hmm. and maybe. that's it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, to be fair, we weren't there. We don't know how they were interacting. So, like, maybe right. he was being creepy. Maybe. But, like, for the objective facts that we have outlined, no, you're not the asshole. You're just uh, you're just lonely and you try. misread some social cues right. or misunderstood a context of a situation. That's why I hate fucking <laughs> flirting with people because it's like, is this just flirting to flirt or is this, like, could be something else, you know? <laughs> like, guys, I'll be honest. There was uh, before you. Uh-huh. There was a woman bartender, and you know we were always flirting. But also, I'm a bartender, so like in my mind, are we just doing this because we're both bartenders and this is what we do? Yep. Or am I like, is there is there something there, and do I try to move forward with it? Right. Type thing, you know, it's like fuck. I I outthink it myself sometimes. Well, to be fair, you almost always err on the side of no this is just the job, <laughs> 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 even when people actually do want you. <laughs> It's safer that way. <laughs> I can't lose my job. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we all have that, right? Like, it's like even like, you know, like coworkers at work, you know, like you you flirt, but it's just like, it's just bypassing time away. It's like, well, what the fuck? Is this just work flirting or is this something more, you know? Right. I don't know. Time will tell, won't it? What do you rate the story? I'm going to say this story gets uh, 1.3. I was going to say 1.615. It's just, it's an average story. Guy talks to a girl at a bar. She's a bartender, talks to her. He tries to ask her on a date. She said no, and the, she said no by not texting him or calling him. I mean, actually, wait, he, he has accepted no well. Right. It sounds like, mm-hmm. which I mean, would put it up in five categories. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I know you're not. He didn't call her a slut. He, I mean, right. well, to be fair, he did say he felt like he got played. So then that takes down. Me. Well, I, well, I wonder, I want to go through all the comments and now the comments are making him feel like he got played. Right. right? People are commenting. Now he's like, oh, did right. oh, you got played? No, motherfucker. No, you didn't that's get the played. fucking industry. industry. We have to hustle for tips. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, just remember, guys, don't be a dick, tip your bartenders, and drink responsibly.